Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, guys, we're going to talk about these federal rate hikes. Should we be panicking? Should you be profiting? Is it possible to profit while some folks are panicking? That's what we're going to talk about this week. And guys, I want to start out by saying... All news, all news, 100% of news, the intent is to distract you, is to garner your attention. You ever notice those advertisers at the back end of the news cycle? Well, you ever heard of that? This show sponsored by, this episode sponsored by, all of these things, guys and girls, are meant to distract you in some way or another. Sometimes it's, just, it's meant to distract you, to take your the view off of whatever's going on behind the scenes so nobody's paying attention so that they can who knows they can pick pockets in the back end i don't know what they're 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 going to be up to this time but they're always up to something so first of all know this going in that a lot of the stuff you see right now is distraction and we can choose to allow it to distract us or we can choose to ignore it to some degree now it's important to be paying attention to what's going on in the marketplace it's i don't suggest you stick your head in the sand and pretend nothing's wrong because this has been long time coming. Things have been uh, not so good financially. This is not something that we can blame Joe Biden for. This is not something that we can blame Donald Trump for or George Bush or President Obama or whoever. This is not necessarily a party problem. This is a politician, lawyer, not financial expert problem. This is uh, the super smart, supposedly economist that we wink, wink, nod, nod, have working for us or representing us in Washington, supposedly being able to stave things off, but understand that economists, boys and girls, don't make policy. Lawmakers make policy. And lawmakers, well, I imagine you could come up with a few of your favorite ones right off the top of your head right now. Lawmakers are generally not too savvy. I mean, we've got bartenders and uh, wrestlers and movie actors and all kinds of people qualified to be uh, elected officials. So you basically just need to either have money or be popular and you can, you can be president. You can even not be popular and still do be president. Doesn't matter. Bottom line is you can either choose to let this kick your ass or you could choose to let this become jet fuel. What do I mean by jet fuel? Well, first of all, don't ever take a uh, fluctuating rate debt or adjustable rate debt. Just don't do it. Under no circumstances do you ever get on board with adjustable rate financing. It's just dangerous. It's That's basically what got a lot of folks in trouble during the housing crisis. Adjustable rates went through the ceiling. We're going to talk about uh, index and margin here in a second because I, want to, I think it's important that you understand those terms, especially moving forward. Credit cards is another good example. Guys, credit cards, basically the rates are pretty much adjustable across the board. Now, a lot of us have been you know, enjoying very large, very low, I should say, credit card interest rates. I got credit cards that are like 0% for 24, 36 months. I've got them that are like 4%. But here's the thing, and the reason why I don't use them. Those rates are not fixed. And under no circumstances are they fixed forever. They all have a term at which whatever the rate is, it's called introductory rate. There's a term at which those, those a point in time down the road that things will change. You've heard those no interest if paid in 180 days things or no interest if paid in six months or paid in 12 months or 18 months. That means in 18 months, in a lot of cases, guys, they can adjust the rates just because they want to. That has nothing to do with Jerome Powell of the Fed. That's just an agreement between you and your credit card issuer. And this episode is not about really credit cards or anything like that. It's about 
looking at this whole situation and seeing, is this something that will crush you or not? So first of all, let me say this. If you own real estate right now, or you're under contract to close on real estate, and you've got fixed rate debt financing, then you have nothing to worry about. Okay. Fixed rate. I don't mean fixed rate for like a day or a year or six months or six years, and then something changes. Then it goes adjustable. I mean, pure fixed, 20-year term, 30-year term. Guys, this is why if you're going to take on uh, mortgage debt, get the term out as long as you can. You can always pay it off sooner, but take that long term. It's going to get your payment down and your cash flow up. Okay. Uh, so it, you don't want to avoid that, that interest, adjustable interest rate debt. Now, all the, all the debt that I carry is fixed rate mortgage debt. It's fixed rate long term. The lowest term I have is 10 years and the longest term I have is, uh, 30 years. But, uh, so that's a pretty big range, right? I've got some smaller mortgage liens that are at 10%. I'm, I'm sorry, not 10%, uh, 10 year, uh, no, fully amortized. And uh, basically what that means, nothing can change until the end when the loan is due to be paid off, but it'll be a zero balance. I don't do like balloons and things like that. So there's nothing to worry about. I am not even remotely in a panic on this. Now, that said, a lot of people think that they should not buy real estate right now because of these rate increases. Well, first of all, the Fed rate increase, which is not directly tied to mortgages, boys and girls, it is not, I'm going to say it again, directly tied to mortgages. What do I mean by that? I mean, if the interest rates, they just said they're doing a half or a quarter percent, quarter point or 225 basis points increase right away. That doesn't mean that all mortgage rates across the map are going up by a quarter percent. It just means that the Fed rate is going up a quarter percent. The banks still just get to decide whether or not they want to take it up or not. And depending on many different factors, all of which are way beyond the, this episode, they may or may not decide to do to follow the Fed or not. And a lot of them, to be honest with you guys, historically have not. So first of all, don't panic. If you do have adjustable rate financing on a property you already own, now would be a good time to look at potentially refinancing it. And you may think, oh, I won't qualify. Well, guys, understand this. Mortgage brokers, banks, lenders, whoever, however you want to call them, they make money when they lend money. They make money off the closing costs, okay? They don't make money off your interest but they do have to sell your loan to somebody else. So just because you think you may not qualify, you may be shocked to find out that you absolutely qualify and can refinance your property because after all, banks, mortgage lenders, uh, mortgage brokers, they all got to eat. And the only way they can eat is to close loans. And they are basically giving money away right now, regardless of what's going on in the world, regardless of what Putin's doing or Zelensky's doing or Biden's doing or Trump's doing or whatever Kamala Harris said dumb today, doesn't matter you probably can qualify for a refinance. So if you're not happy with the terms of the loan that you have on your real estate right now, and I don't care if it's your single family home or your 400 unit apartment building, look at doing some sort of refinancing. That said, you need to make sure that you pay attention to the closing costs. Again, this is how lenders make their money. Now, I'm not a believer in beating up the lender so they don't make any money because then they give crappy service or they'll just want to prove you for the loan. Let these people make some money. They deserve to eat for God's sake. Um, after all, they're helping you leverage into your property. You wouldn't be able to do it without them. That said, there's a limit to everything. You know, if you've got, if you're borrowing, I don't know, half a million dollars and you've got $30,000 in closing costs, that's a problem. And now I don't mean down payment, guys. I mean closing costs. That's different than down payment. But uh, watch your, you should, they should be giving you a good faith estimate when they do a loan. You should have an understanding what the costs are. Uh, recent loan I'm doing, I don't know, a little over a million dollars. 
closing costs are basically a, a half a percent is is what my closing costs are going to be. It's not much. It's not a big deal. A commercial loan, uh, 75% loan to value, 20-year term. Those of you that haven't invested in my Key West opportunity and you're a credit investor or you want to know what a credit investor is, need to get over to keywestcashflow.com, take a look at that opportunity, put a forward slash seaport on that, keywestcashflow.com forward slash seaport, um, and let's get rolling on that. But anyway, that project, we have a great loan product on that deal, which is what makes that deal such a freaking home run. I'm telling you, that's part of it. Well, that I negotiated my you-know-what off and got us a great deal. I say us, those of us that are doing the deal together. If you're not doing this deal together, well, I don't know what I can done for you. You need to get over to keywestcashflow.com. But anyway, so if you're in that adjustable rate loan pro- product, you need to get over, read your, first of all, don't panic. That's the worst thing you can do. Read your mortgage documents, read your note, read the note, pull it out from the, dust it off, read it cover to cover. And I know it's boring and I know it's long and a bunch of legal ease, but in there, it outlines what the, how the rate will be adjusted. They spelled it out, made you sign it, initial it, and, you know, put drops of blood on it understand what term or what method they're going to use to tweak your rates a little bit. The, what they wrote your loan at, your rates may not go up at all, ever. Or they might go up an awful lot. You should know that. And if you're unclear on that, then I'd ringy dingy, pick up the phone, call your lender, uh, and see if they can help explain it to you. If you're not happy with that situation, as I just said a minute ago, refinance the damn place. It's not the end of the world. Just do a refinance. It's not that hard and you'll probably get approved because they're giving money away, like I said. But they, most of these adjustable, all these adjustable note loans have some sort of metric they're using to tie the interest rate to. And what do I mean by that? Well, first of all, the adjustable rates mortgage, they have a, they have what they call an index. Uh, the index is, is the benchmark. Let's say that's a, I hate using fancy buzzwords like that, but the index is the starting point. For example, one common one is LIBOR. Uh, LIBOR stands for the London Interbank Offered Rate. And that basically is described. I found it on Wikipedia, the, the definition. It's, they say on Wikipedia, it's an interest rate average calculated from estimated estimates submitted by lending banks in London. Each bank estimates what it would be charged if it were to borrow from other banks. The resulting average rate is usually abbreviated to LIBOR. So let's say if the LIBOR rate is, I don't know, 2%. And the bank decides they're going to add their margin, which is their profit on top of it. Your loan might be, let's say 5%, which means they're going to, it's going to cost them 2% to borrow the money. They're going to make 3% off of you. So they're going to charge you 5%. And that's basically how it works. That's the, the quick and easy, quick and dirty, um, how way how it works. So how this, this, in, this, uh, index works, it's a benchmark interest rate and that reflects the general market conditions. Okay. It could be also be tied to what they say cost of funds or maybe the 10 year treasury bond rates. There's all kinds of different things. I've actually seen, uh, l- notes and loans rates charged to the, the, uh, consumer price index, believe it or not. The rate of inflation. I've seen all kinds of variations and there's lots of variations. Let your mind wander. Any, any percentage that comes out of any sort of statistical agency, you can pretty much use it as an index and then add your margin on top of that and come up with your interest rate. So banks and, and smart people at hedge funds, I guess, figure all this stuff out. And then you and I get to pay the bill. Lucky us. That said, the index changes based on the market. So if you're, cho- if you're tied to, let's say, the 10-year treasury and the 10-year treasury goes up and you have an interest rate mortgage, then your interest rate will be higher. And if it goes down, your interest rate would be lower. Now, back in the old days, 
in 2008 when everything fell apart and went into the, the dumpster fire, the, what happened was they called, they called teaser rates and they didn't talk much about what would, what could happen. They only talked about what was happening. Oh my God, you're a stripper and you make 500 bucks a week. You can qualify for a million dollar McMansion. Don't worry. Things are great at best economy in the history of time. Everything will be great. Don't worry about it. Sign here. We're going to give you a 1% interest rate. Well, guess what? Things changed and they made all these bogus and loans to people that weren't qualified. No disrespect to our strippers, but the, um, the bank started to panic and the government started messing around with things or the fed rather started messing around with things. And when they did, those rates went skyrocket. Now everybody, company started failing and Bernanke and another bunch of players in the, in the federal reserve and the central banking system got involved, started manipulating the math and the index went up and it went way up. And when it went way up and then you add the margin, the bank's profit and lenders margin to that, some interest rates that started out at like two, 3%, wound up at like 18% it was off the chain. But mortgage brokers, some of them, not all of them, very actually, I would go to so far as to say, a, a, a small a small number of them did a less than stellar job of disclosing that to borrowers. And let's be honest, Americans are greedy, like every, any human being is greedy. And if you can get your McMansion, even though you can't afford it, and heck, they're going to finance it, you're not really thinking about what could go wrong. You're going to sign on the dotted line and off you go to the races, right? And you're keeping up with the Joneses. So that's kind of a lesson on what happened. Now, the margin, basically, that's the number of percentage points added to the index by the mortgage lender to set your interest rate. Those two things together, that is your index and your your uh, margin, basically add up to your adjustable rate uh, mortgage rate. Now, there's usually an initial period. So if you guys just bought a house in the last couple of years, you're probably still in that initial period where the rate, they'll tell you, oh, the rate's locked at 2.2% for five years or for 60 months. You hear that? What was that, Tyler? Yo, the rate's 2.2% for 60 months. Oh, oh, that's that's great. What what did you say at the back end of that? Um, I don't know, fluffy bunnies. What did, what they really said was for 60 months. After 60 months, hey man, sky's the limit. Anything that can happen can and will. And that's what gets people in basically in, in the poop real quick. I mean, then <laughs> things don't work out well when that happens. So that's when everybody panics and starts to dump their houses and then the housing market crashes, right? Now, I've had people say, I've listened to YouTube YouTubers and podcasts where podcast hosts have said, this is going to crash the market. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Will it cause some pain and make things uncomfortable? Yep. Will people panic that are in adjustable rate mortgages and dump their houses? They will. But here's the thing. Right now, there's no available housing inventory to buy. So unless everybody's on adjustable rate mortgage, which their percentage of those issued in the last 10 years is very small, by the way, as compared to fixed rate, because a lot of people, I'll say the majority of people, learn their lesson. They watched the, the news when they actually reported something and said, oh, geez, I probably shouldn't get in that adjustable rate mortgage. They made a federal licensing program for lenders and lenders basically, they, they're going to get their their uh, head in a vice if they're caught doing predatory lending. People got spanked last time. This time they're coming to get you. Uh, they're going to, they'll tear you apart if you're a lender and you get caught doing predatory lending. So it's a, it's a different environment right now, guys. So I guess my point is I don't see this causing a market crash. Will there be some pain? Yes, there will. Will people lose money? Some people will absolutely. And they'll be very unhappy when they do. But those are people that probably didn't qualify for the mortgage in the first place. 
the lender used that low teaser rate to get them qualified. Because guys, one thing you should know, when a mortgage broker or a underwriter looks at issuing a loan, they, one of the things, the big factors is how much can you afford? So if you can afford a, I don't know, a thousand dollar a month mortgage payment and at, a, at 4% interest, the mortgage payment is 1200 bucks, then they would be not be able to prove the loan. So what do they do? Well, they go ahead and drop the interest rate down to let's say 3%. And by doing that, that 3%, that 1% drop, now the payment is under that thousand dollar benchmark and you can now suddenly afford it. Remember guys, how banks make their money. Banks make their money by, by lending money. Okay. They lend money. So their whole idea, they don't really care if you don't pay the mortgage off because the minute you close on that loan, they're going to package that loan up as what they call a mortgage backed security. And yes, they still do that. And there are people out there saying they don't do that anymore. Yes, they do. They absolutely still do. Well, that means they didn't learn. Uh, yeah. In case you haven't been paying attention, they didn't learn. So at the end of the day, guys, this, everything that was going on in 2008 is still going on. There's still adjustable rate mortgages. However, they put limits on the on the indexes available. They put on what you can tie things to. That's what I'm told. And they put limits on the margin and some of the terms. In other words, they have to work harder to qualify you. They're not basically doing as many zero down deals. They're making you put money in the deal, which is a huge difference from the way the things used to be, guys. So the moral of the story is you can panic or you can profit from this, guys. If, you, if you're caught up in the adjustable rate mortgage thing, you don't like the term that you're in refinance the damn thing. There's all kinds of people out there that have self-directed IRAs uh, that don't have their money invested right now. Maybe they're scared, maybe whatever. Maybe they would want to be your bank. Maybe they would like to refinance you out and help you get out of that adjustable rate mortgage. Guys, if you get stuck on this stuff and you want to spitball ideas, then head over to cashflowguys.com, send me a message or get on a call, hit my call button, you know, call me or whatever, get on my calendar and I can walk you through some ideas of how to raise the capital to refinance your mortgage. Bottom line is if you've got a good asset and it's producing income or you are, make plenty of money and you can afford the mortgage payment and you've been paying good on the loan, there's, it's highly likely that you can, you can get it refinanced. I, I would be shocked if you couldn't do it. Now, people aren't going to come knocking on your door, boys and girls, so you're going to actually have to get off your butt and do it yourself. You're going to have to get out there and rub some elbows and meet some people and do some stuff. But at the end of the day, it's absolutely possible and again, this is not going to crush you. So those of you that want to know more about this type of stuff, there's a book out called Consumer Handbook on Adjustable Rate Mortgages. It's acronym is CHARM. I believe it's put out by the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. You could just search CHARM booklet, C-H-R-M booklet online. Probably download a copy for yourself. Read through it. It basically goes through all the ins and outs. Everything you want to know about adjustable rate mortgages to keep you out of hot water. Lastly, guys, if you haven't been over to keywestcashflow.com forward slash seaport to look at our latest deal, no better time than now. Catch up with you next week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to cashflowguys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.